welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. All right. Why don't we go ahead and open this uh, session with the uh, serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Thy will not mine be done. We're going to start our discussion of uh, Step 10. And uh, um, I'd like like for uh, uh, folks to think about uh, what we want to do after dinner tonight, um, whether we want to have a a meeting, a session, uh, review what we've done thus far, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But... um, Right after the, the promises, uh, it says this thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past, which, which uh, to my way of thinking means that as you are writing out your amends, and making your amends, you don't wait until you finish your amends to start step 10. Once you've finished uh, 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 step 7, it's time to get busy on step 10. Um, but I want to look at, want to look a little bit more at what it says. We have entered the world of the Spirit, and our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. So when do you uh, finish working the steps? When you're room temperature. Yeah, that's right. I like that. That's a a good way to put it. When you're at room temperature. All right. So, uh, but, but look what it says. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Have we run into those before? Okay. And, um, and, and when these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Uh, uh, and, and this really and truly, this is, if you think about it, uh, this is, this is a continuation of, of steps, uh, uh, four through nine. Um, and in terms of continuing with the inventory, um, we ask God for help because we can't do it for ourselves. And, and, um, and, and then we, uh, we talk with someone, um, uh, immediately and make amends quickly. Um, and, and, uh, um, again, this is, uh, I, Early on, I, I needed to, to have this discussion 
on a uh, daily basis with my sponsor because I was just lost as an Easter egg. Uh, and I needed, I needed, uh, guidance. As time has gone on, I, I am no less dependent on, 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 on the continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And I still pray for, for help when, when they crop up. I frequently know right here, right now, that I need to make amends and I don't need to talk with, with my sponsor about whether an amends is appropriate or not. And if it's appropriate, there's just no reason to delay. Um, love and tolerance of others is our code. Um, and, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more as we, uh, uh, later, but I want to offer the suggestion that sometimes the best I can do with certain unpleasant, vexatious individuals is to tolerate them. My freedom comes from being able not only to tolerate them, but to see them as one of God's kids and and, and love them to that degree. Okay? And... Uh, and I'd love to tell you that, that, that I've gotten that cycle time down to, to minutes or seconds, but there's still people that, that I've been working on for months that, that, uh, and every time, every time I make some progress, uh, they, they want to pour a little more kerosene onto the fire. And, um, and, and, and again, remember the whole point is it, it's not what they are or aren't doing. The question is, how do I, how, how much comfort do I want to have? Okay. And, and, uh, uh, that for me is, is, it, it I, I, I want to cop that because, um, uh, it's clear to me that I, that I know some people who've been doing this for a decade or so longer than I have who, who, who have gotten more adept than I am. And, uh, and I know that I'm better at it now than I was five years ago, so I'm willing to believe that, that if I will continue, that, that there will be improvement. Um, uh, but I also, uh, know some, some people that I dearly love who clearly are committed to a spiritual way of life. And, and, um, and every so often something will set them off. And, and when they calm down, they, re- they recognize that their reaction was disproportionate. And even if it wasn't, wouldn't, where wasn't egregious, it still was a matter where for that moment they decided, I'm going to let this spiritually individual person determine how comfortable I get to be right, right at this moment. Uh, and, and so my sense is that none of us are ever going to graduate. Now, this next paragraph uh, uh, is is uh, is is pretty mind-boggling, and, and I want you to reflect on what they're saying here. We have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even lust, for by this time sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in lust. If tempted, we will recoil from it as from a hot flame. We will react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has all happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude toward lust has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. 
We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we've been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for lust is a subtle foe. How do you suppose that the first hunter that wrote this book said we are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe? Um, How do you think they know that? Yes, some people died to prove that point. What we really have is a, uh, I'm sorry, we are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Now, I want to back up to this idea that sanity will have returned. Okay? And if tempted, we will recoil as if from a hot flame. Um, I came to my first uh, essay meeting on uh, uh, September 4th, 1993. And the following spring, Harvey celebrated his 10th uh, anniversary of sexual sobriety. And somewhere in my first year or so of, of, uh, of sobriety, I heard Harvey talking about being lust-free for a day, and I, I, I was so tempted to go up to him afterwards and, and point out the thing about rigorous honesty, because I knew that he, he, he just he, he had to be lying about that. Uh, and then I remember the first time that I was doing an evening review and realized that I had been lust-free for a day. And the first thought was I wasn't looking hard enough, that I was lying to myself. And I, 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 I reflected a little while longer, and I realized that it had happened. Okay? Um, and, and, I, uh, and, I, and I want to be real clear, this was, this was not... This was not immediately after uh, I'd made my first or second amends. I don't remember exactly when it was, but it, 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 was, a, it was something that happened as a result of, of, of practicing the preceding steps and, and then 10, 11, and 12 for a while. And one day I realized that that's what had happened. Okay? And it says this has happened automatically. It, it's not automatically, automatically. What it means is this has happened as a result of the preceding work we've done. Okay? And, and uh, it says without any thought or effort on our part. I did not make any thought or effort to be free of lust. I made the thought and effort to develop a relationship with God. 
I mean, and 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 don't let anybody kid you. Okay, uh, the the work you've done thus far with writing an inventory and talking with your sponsor that's real work. Okay, and as you go forward in 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 looking at 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 step six and seven and 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 again. What we're going to see is that they're talking right here is that we're, that we continue to watch for this and when it crops up, we go back to six and seven, okay? That's real work. And, uh, and certainly, um, going in to make amends to someone, uh, of, of whom you, who, who, who still evokes, uh, fear, terror, whatever, that's real work. So, so, so there is real effort on our part, okay. But, but the 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 effect that that living that way has on your on on your uh, obsession with lust that is not you're not doing that directly, okay. Um, you know, it's kind of like I'm not going to think about pink elephants. I will not think about pink elephants. Do not any of you think about pink elephants, and um, and 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 uh, and work at that real hard. And the more you work at not thinking about a pink elephant, um, I guarantee you that somewhere somebody is going to make a comment about a pink elephant somewhere along uh, or along about dinner time as a joke tonight. Okay, it's just one of those, or it's just one of those that you know, and and I can't. I can't not think about lust. Okay. Um, I can't, I can't not think about, I cannot stop being frightened. Okay. But what I can do is I can take certain actions that will, so that I will commence to outgrow fear. I can start taking certain actions that are incompatible with lust. And when I do that on a regular basis, and and uh, and we're going to get down this uh, when I do this every day in all my activities, every and all. Uh, uh, then 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 I find that something has happened in terms of my attitude. Uh, and and this this position of neutrality, safe and protected. Um, I think probably at this point everyone has had the experience of having an image, an experience similar to what what Kevin shared last night where the thought came to mind that this person must be interested and immediately let go, okay? Now, that's the difference between recoiling as if from a hot flame and pursuing the obsession with lust, okay? Not that the thought never occurs, and I'm not going to sit here and even pretend that, that, that there aren't images or, or thoughts or situations that, that are the invitation. In fact, I shared just the other, you know, just yesterday I was sitting in the airport watching the women walking down the concourse, and I knew that if I'll just spend another five minutes with this, at some point I'm going to go, it's, at some point my, my thinking is going to be disturbed. And I, 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 I turned away from it, 
and I and 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 I didn't jump as if from a hot flame, but I but I sure as hell didn't walk over to put my hand on the stove to see if it would burn me again. <laughs> okay, and so that's the the position of neutrality, safe and protected. Um, and 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 notice it says we are not cured. We have a daily reprieve. Now. The people who wrote this book and said we are not cured said we have recovered from a hopeless condition of mind and body. So clearly, there is a difference between recovered and cured. Okay? And I would like to to examine that just a little bit here because I think this is the point that they're making. Okay? I refer to myself as a recovered sexaholic. And the reason that I say that is because as a result of following this program, of living these, practicing these steps as a way of life, that the obsession with lust has been removed. And that so long as I remain in fit spiritual condition, I have that reprieve. And that that if I let up on this uh, spiritual program of action and rest on my laurels, I am headed for trouble. And God, do I believe that. Okay? Now, um, I'm still as allergic to lust as, as I ever was. Okay? Pretty sure I'm just as allergic to alcohol and cocaine and a bunch of other things as I ever was. And allergic means that if I will simply uh, uh, consume enough, and I don't know what enough is, okay, but if I will consume enough, somewhere for, for, with, with Jack Daniels whiskey, it's somewhere after the, the, the first ounce before the bottom of the second ounce that, 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 that bad things happen. Okay, but that doesn't mean that I, I'm going to try sipping a teaspoonful every day for the rest of my life. It's kind of like just leave it alone. Okay, because in the same way that I don't know exactly how much lust I can tolerate, it's kind of like just leave it alone. I do, I do not wish to do that experiment. But I also recognize that from time to time, that 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 unlike alcohol where I have to where where in order to, to get drunk I have to pick it up and consume it uh, with with lust I have to spit it out as soon as I realize that it's there. And and because because there are there are images on billboards and uh, and 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 other places um, songs on the radio I mean there are, are numerous triggers that can, can get me started, and, and the time to, to stop is before there's any momentum. So, so I, I'm not pretending that I never have that experience, but if I'm in fit spiritual uh, condition, then, then, then my reprieve <coughs> continues. So, so I still have the allergy, but I no longer have the obsession. 
that seems to me that I have now recovered from that hopeless condition of mind and body. Yes, I still have the allergy, but I don't have... See, that's pointless and academic if I never take the first drink. So, So the problem lies in my mind rather than my body. And now the mental problem has been addressed because we've treated the underlying spiritual malady. And I think there's an important point to this. And, and, and the first time somebody, uh, it was actually a, a fellow in Alcoholics Anonymous who pointed it out to me, but, but it makes per, such perfect sense. Um, if you are, if, if, if all this program offers is that you can, you can come in here and you can continue to recover, but you'll never be recovered. How attractive is that going to be to the new person walking through the door? Okay? In other words, you're just going to be sick for the rest of your life. How about if we offer, offer uh, this person um, a, a, uh, a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of a spiritual condition and, and say if you will do this work, then you too will be recovered from this hopeless condition of mind and body. Now, I believe that's not, a, I don't believe that's false advertising. If, if I were the only one who had experienced that, then, then I'd be worried about the, the, the possibility of self-delusion because I'm good at that. But, <laughs> but, but I, but I have, I have discussed this with other recovered men in, in this, in, in this, this fellowship as well as, as, as in AA. And 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 my and my personal experience tells me that as long as I maintain my my uh, spiritual condition, I have the reprieve, and that if I let up on the spiritual program of action, rest on my laurels, I'm headed for I'm headed for trouble. And what that what that means is that 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 if I if I stop going to meetings. Quit working with others. Quit doing daily, uh, uh, you know, ongoing personal inventory, daily reflection, prayer, and meditation. That, in short order, it will it, uh, I, there will be no need uh, for me to ask God for help because I there's no now there's no uh, uh, shortcomings that that need to be removed. And and then before long, I'll be ready to take my life and my will back into my own care and then I won't need a power greater than myself and at that point it'll probably be okay for me to lust, lust just a little. And I'm, I'm convinced uh, that, that what, I, what I just described was, was what I heard a fellow refer to as unworking the steps. You unwork them in reverse order of how you work them. And um, and 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 by the same token, if I'm willing to continue with this program of action, then I believe that there is there is absolutely no necessity for me to be drunk again for the rest of my life. And that's 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 a consideration that I that I put for you. Now this thing about every day 
is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. You know, it 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 might just be, it might just be that 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 when I'm attending um, a uh, a conference like this, a retreat like this, and I'm surrounded by lots of people in recovery. Um, and there's and and there's no and there's no triggers in the environment. I might get away with uh, letting up on my uh, program and resting on my laurels that day. Might happen. On the other hand, that might also be the day that I get a phone call like I got a few years ago on what ha- up until then had been a perfectly normal day advising me that my brother had been killed the night before in a motorcycle accident. Now, that particular morning, just like the morning before and the morning before, I'd gotten up and and said my prayers and done my meditation. And I'm not going to tell you that that meant that I didn't have any any pain when I found out about my brother's death. What I'm telling you is that that at that moment, I was not alone. I had I had already made conscious contact with a power greater than myself, and uh, within within you know an hour or so of getting that phone call about my brother's death, uh, one one of one of uh, my uh, uh, friends in recovery gave me a call, uh, thinking he would leave me a voicemail because I don't have my phone on my 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 uh, cell phone on at work. And was shocked to find that I uh, that I uh, picked up in the middle of the day. And when I told him why, he he, he offered his condolences and 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 said he'd pray for me. And 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 uh, and then a few hours I, when I got to my sister in law's house, I turned the phone off for a few hours. And when I turned it back on later in the the uh, in the early evening. My voicemail was full because guys like you had called me to let to remind me that that one I'm not alone. Two, some of you guys uh, actually think that it's that it's it's okay to pray for other people. Okay, I, I'm not I'm not knocking anybody's spiritual uh, belief, but some. But the point is not whether you believe it or don't believe it. The point is that if you do believe it and you're willing to do it, that tells me a whole lot. Okay. And and so so, the point is that I never know which day it is, when it's going to be absolutely necessary, that that my spiritual condition be at the 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 top of my game. Okay, Olympians know the day that they're going to compete, and they train up to that day. And 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 again, this is not about perfectionism. Okay, you know. Because because I, I'm probably I'm pretty sure that I never get a, a a perfect time of prayer and meditation where I never where where that during that whole time not a single outside thought intrudes okay but the fact that I'm making the effort and that that and that I am aware that 
that I that that I'm carrying a vision of God's will into my activities rather than sitting down thinking, okay, what do I want to do today? What how am I going to get what I want today? Okay, that makes that makes all the difference in the world. Um, since I've been sober. I've had to bury two family members. One was my brother. One was my nephew. Um, those are those, and I've been through a divorce. Um, those are the top. Those are the top calamities. And then there's the minor stuff. You know, um, one. You know, two two companies. Uh, one company goes bankrupt out from under me, uh, and and the other one shuts down my division because of um, of. Uh, uh, other pro- business problems, and uh, and you know, I mean, so yeah, changing jobs. I mean, it's a big deal when you're doing it. Don't get me wrong, but I got to tell you, compared to to lose, you know, losing somebody uh, you love to death, it's losing a job is is an annoyance. Um, but 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 again, I never know what day it is that I'm going to find out that this is the day. Yes, sir. Backing up on your previous topic, recovery versus cares. Mm-hmm. I think most of us in the fellowship do say things like, I've been in recovery, or my recovery date is. So I think there's a general belief, although we don't talk about it that much, that I had recovery starting at least from this date forward. Mm-hmm. So it's good that we sit down and talk about, okay, I do have recovery, even though. There's not a cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I say, the three there. There's at least three places in the book that, of which I'm aware where they say we have recovered. Okay, and and my challenge uh, to to each of you is to consider whether or not at some point uh, you it it's more appropriate for you to tell the newcomer uh, that that I have recovered from a hopeless condition of mind and body. Rather than, I am a recovering sexaholic, because uh, when somebody's been at this for nearly twenty years and they're still recovering, the question is, what's the goal here? Um, now, uh, uh, much has been said about receiving strength and inspiration direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have followed, carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. See, that's another point. The whole purpose of these 12 steps has been to, to have a spiritual awakening. Now, we're only up to, to number 10 right now but we're 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 aiming for a spiritual experience okay and 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 somewhere and it was back in the 70s that there some legislation was passed treatment centers sprang up and and people started showing up and uh, the focus the focus stopped being on a spiritual experience and became and 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 and, and instead the focus started being on your sobriety date, your dry date, okay, and and um, and that's not the work that we have been doing 
over the previous session and then uh, 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 this time starting last night. Remember, you know, I've showed you over and over again where it says it doesn't say we're 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 trying to stop drinking, we're trying to stop lusting, and talking about we're trying to find a new create a, a new uh, relationship with our Creator. You know, the people telling their stories, they don't tell how they quit drinking. They told how they established their relationship with God as they understand God. Okay, that's what we're that's what, that's what I'm trying to share with you today. And I don't care if your idea of God is the same as mine because it just does not seem to matter. Okay? Buddhists recover. People with 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 even when I say less conventional in you know there's there's probably a, a, a couple of billion Buddhists, but not in the US, okay? And and there's people with other non-traditional, non-Judeo-Christian beliefs. Uh, there's people, we know that there are Muslims in our fellowship that have recovered and, uh, and, and Jews. So what I'm saying is it just doesn't seem to matter what your concept of God is as long as you've got one that makes sense to you and you're willing to try to grow in, in experience of that. I'd like to look at a couple of other parts of the literature before we uh, before we move on to uh, uh, step eleven. Uh, again, with the um, I think I'll save the white book for last because because it, it whether or not it's the best, it's the one that uh, that where where uh, where he had the benefit of of the uh, big book in twelve and twelve. Uh, at the beginning of, of step ten, on, on page eighty nine, uh, it it talks about well, actually back on eighty eight, it talks about a continuous look at our assets and liabilities and a real desire to learn and grow by this means are necessities for us. Um, but I want to look over on page eighty nine. It says although all inventories are alike in principle, the time factor does distinguish one from another. There's the spot check inventory taken at any time of the day whenever we find ourselves getting uh, tangled up. Okay, so that was part of what I was talking about that as we go through the day. There's the one we take at day's end when we review the happenings of the hours just past. Here we cast up a balance sheet crediting ourselves with things well done and chalking up debits where due. Um, and and um, and then it goes talks about later it says um, annual or semi-annual house cleanings. Uh, many of us like the experience of an occasional retreat from the outside world where we can quiet down for an undisturbed day or so of self overhaul and meditation. Um, I think I may have mentioned this before, but but uh, one of the. Uh, uh, Real pillars of of early AA in Nashville, who who was Harvey's uh, sponsor, a guy named Cherry, uh, said Harvey, you do the fourth step once. After that, it's called the tenth step. Now I don't care what you call it. I, you'll hear me talking about I've done. I, I I don't know how many fourth steps I've done with Rick. Okay, uh, and and the semantics aren't important, but the concept here is that that. Um, You've done, you've done a written inventory. You've done a four-step. You talked over with your sponsor. Uh, 
Now, hopefully at some point in the very near future, some of you guys are going to start uh, 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 assaulting newcomers who walk through the door feeling hopeless and saying, do you want to recover? You want me to show you how I did it? And you're going to start taking them through the work. The first time you listen to a fifth step, and it something's going to come up that you'll say, I didn't put that down on my when I wrote my fourth step. Do not be dismayed. I listened to a guy speaking at a podium in front of three or four hundred people a few weeks ago. He's been sober 45 years. He'd listened to a fifth step that week and something had come up. Now, it wasn't something from 45 years before, but this this newcomer's doing his fifth step and this guy who's been sober 45 years is, is, is brought into perfect focus on some defect of character that he needs to address with his sponsor. Now, that's the beauty of it. I mean, don't let that scare you. That's the beauty of it. That's how I stay aware of, of my shortcomings is because the men with who share their recovery with me, either as sponsees, fellow travelers or whatever, when they call and share their struggle with me or raise, you know, because when they ask a question, I give an answer. The the part of the, the as soon as I'm, well, I'm giving the answer, the question is, and so Bill, how are you doing on this? And sometimes the answer is not as well as I'd like. Okay? We really and truly, we, until you experience this, but we really help each other stay stay recovered, Okay? So, so however, however often you do it, and, and, and I'll tell you that in the first few years, uh, stuff was coming up, uh, j- you know, just coming out, I, I was stuck coming out of the fog, and stuff would come up over and over again. Over on page 90, um, uh, second paragraph down, it says, it is a spiritual axiom. That every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there is something wrong with us. And um, a friend of mine puts it that if I am not the problem, there is no solution. Oh, 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 my my bookmark. Uh, Yeah, my sponsor Rick gave this to me, and it says very simply, it's not them. Okay? Now, and even when it is them, okay, Whenever I am, I am disturbed, there's something wrong with me. Yes, there is. I'm disturbed. Okay. Understand that doesn't say that there's nothing wrong with them. Okay. But I have precious little power over them. Okay. Having taken homicide off the table a few years ago, um, then, then my options of getting people to straighten up and do right are limited. But if, if, I am willing to look at what is my disturbance and address my disturbance, then I can I can have a lot more serenity. And sometimes as I work through this and and, and discuss this, you know, before by by the time I made the decision to go turn in my notice at the job that I'm leaving, I'd had the discussion with my wife, my sponsor, and another friend in recovery, and a, 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 a professional group with whom I meet most every Tuesday night. 
and uh, and I laid stuff out and I listened for feedback. I was listening for the one person who who would say, you know, if you would do this, this, and this, then it wouldn't be necessary for you to leave there. I was listening to hear that, and I, I didn't. Now, I, I guess that that means that somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 people that I respect had the opportunity to, to suggest that I needed to do something other than leave, and none of them suggested such a thing. And then when it was time to write the letter that I was going to turn in, um, after, I'd, after I'd written my draft, I shared it with, with my wife, who is... Who is uh, uh, very literate and good at writing. Uh, part of her job is she writes appeals to insurance companies day in and day out. She's good at she's good at saying the nicest, th- nastiest things in the nicest way. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, instead of you know instead instead of telling somebody, hey, you're violating your own policy, please pull your head from your rectum and do what you what you should do. You know, she 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 she's very nice and says it softly and sweetly. So they. So they they straighten up and do right, but 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 I also had another friend who, uh, who who's very good with this, and 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 it was the second person who looked at it, uh, and and said and 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 changed just just changed the words around a little bit, and it's like that's it. There is at, when I look at this, there is absolutely no accusation or indication of who's at fault. It's just a simple statement that I wish to tender my uh, uh, that that I am tendering my resignation effective. Blah blah blah. You know, this is the last date I'll be available to provide service for you, and I gave him two months' notice. You know, and and I'm uh, and, and 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 I'm not worried about what anybody what what anybody might say about how I handle this uh, next month or next year. I've, I've done it. That's the benefit, if you will, of of this 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 self monitoring, and not just not just in isolation self monitoring. Remember, it says when these show up, because because what drove me to do this was I was placed in a very unsafe position, so I was scared. Now I'm, and and once I I work through the fear, but I but again talk this over with someone at once, and that's what I've done. Yeah. yeah, George. No, I, I early on struggled with step ten because when I, I I read it and it says, you know, continue to set any right or set right any mistakes as we go along. I kept in my mind thinking, well, the mistakes, you know, I, you know, I'm not doing the stuff on the computer that I used to do, and I'm not going to those places that I used to go to. You know, what's what's this really about? And uh, I realized since that. Uh, for me, I don't have this huge lust thing pulling at me. So I don't have as much of that going on, but there's plenty of opportunity for me to address what it says later about selfishness and, and uh, resentment and fear uh, in a daily basis. And, and it was a simple uh, kind of aha moment for me uh, that, that brought very this, the clarity of step 10 as I was cooking dinner one night and I was one of the favorite things that, that we do is make a certain type of asparagus and uh, I had everything ready my wife, wife walks in and wants to help but she reaches down to the cabinet pulls out a glass dish and starts to put the asparagus in the glass dish and I lost it because <sighs> um, I use a metal pan 
this one over here, not that one over there. Um, and it really kind of shocked my wife, and I, she left, and I thought to myself, that was really weird. And what's the difference between these two stupid pans? What is it about me? It's not about her. <laughs> and uh, I realized, and I started to do a, a quick uh, uh, peel the onion on this, this my fear, or what I felt at risk, and uh, realized that that what was really happening to me is that I had this notion, this belief underlying this fear uh, of a false truth that I am only good if I do good, and doing good is this notion of perfection around cooking in this case. And in order for me to do it perfectly, I had to follow this very specific recipe, a very specific method, and I would be good and I would get praised and uh, I'd be a happy camper. And that was disturbed by the, my wife making a suggestion around a different pan, and uh, I really started to question this notion of, of, is it true that I am only good if I do good things? And I, I, I thought to myself, which is the second part of this whole resentment, the inventory stuff is, what would my higher power tell me if he were, he's right here now, what is he going to tell me? Mm-hmm. And that they realized that that false belief of I have to do good to be good uh, I need to let go of and I let go of that and I went um, to and explain that to my wife and it was a really powerful experience for the both of us um, but it helped illustrate to me that it's even something simple like that uh, that the meaning of step 10 can be so powerful in, in uh, helping to take care of those like, small but still inner demons that, uh, that cause that kind of erratic behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the beauty is, uh, first of all, let me, if, if you're like most people I know, uh, that button will get pushed again and again and again, but it, it's like a, that if, if each time you'll go after it, eventually one day somebody will push it and nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's and 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 that's the term of, and it uses it it uses the the, the choice of verbs throughout this book. Self seeking will slip away. Okay, it's not like we turn the light; it just slips away. Okay, um, we commence to outgrow our fears. Okay, I mean it, it, these are things that on the one hand. Effect we see effect promptly, and it's a process that goes on and on. And I think that is that is so uh, critical to keep in mind. And 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 thank you. That's that is a uh, just a marvelous example of applying a spiritual program to to this to this long held false idea that I only have value based on performance. Okay, and uh, and and uh, and today, you know, I'm the beloved child of a loving and gracious heavenly Father, and my God delights in me. And if you don't enjoy me, tough. <laughs> you know, and and I understand. And the other part is not everybody does enjoy me, and and I'm okay with that too. All right, because a lot of people really do enjoy my company. And, and and it's it's no longer critically important that that everybody likes me. OK, 
Okay, um, but it is pretty important that I that I behave in a way that that I think is pleasing to my higher power. Yeah. I have a question, uh, Mike Sexton. I've heard guys at the meetings say, uh, and then I did a quick four-step inventory or a quick ten-step inventory. I'm not sure exactly what they mean by that, and is, is that a common used phrase in essay? Well, I mean, basically, just 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 what George was describing. That's the quick spot check inventory of okay. I am disturbed. Why am I disturbed? And what's the problem? And the other is, I've acted inappropriately, and I need to go make amends promptly. And uh, the only re- by the way, the only reason promptly is in there is for your comfort. Okay, as long as you can, you can hang on to that brick as long as you want. But when it gets hot enough, you will put it down. Okay, and hopefully it'll be before you have to go back out and relapse. Okay. Uh, but but that but but let me let me assure you that situation because if you take in the other tack about how she's always interfering with and she never and, and basically so that so that so that so that she's the villain which now justifies since she's not going to be a good wife now you don't have to be a good husband. Right. And now, now you're back out out in your addiction, and and it's perfectly justified, okay? And 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 you're you're and you're perfectly miserable, you know. So so that's that's the point. It's it really is. This is, um, you know, I believe my higher power wants the best for me, and 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 the the rules for 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 good living aren't there to frustrate me from getting what I want. The rules for good living are kind of like, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the ins- directions or instructions for how to have a good life. But, but I always looked at it as, no, these are, these, are, these are ideas that people impose on me because they don't want me to have any fun. And, and boy, was, you know, I was having some fun. I was killing me. And I was miserable, but I was having fun, you know. Um, the uh, another uh, another part out of the twelve and twelve. By the way, I, I just recommend reading this. Uh, but but the first objective will be the development of self restraint. Uh, nothing pays off like restraint of tongue and pen. Uh, page ninety one. Uh, but but. Uh, uh, what what's really great is when I find myself not saying things for which I have to make amends, um, and and um, and and one of the things that uh, that points I, that I, I want to make about that is that um, every so often. Um, in, in, and I'm convinced this is in every, you know, every company, corporation, whatever, is 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 managed and directed by imperfect people, who from time to time make decisions and promulgate policies or procedures that clearly aren't as good an idea as they thought they were. 
Okay. Now I can either get into this incredibly harshly judgmental state about the morons at corporate, or I can take a more um, uh, 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 a more tolerant view that that you know. Uh, just like me, these people make mistakes from time to time. And, and the diff- biggest difference is the impact of their mistakes have a far greater reach than the impacts of my mistakes. Okay? But there was a time within the last couple of months, I don't remember exactly when it was, and I don't even remember what it was over, but I'm sure it was incredibly important at the time. Uh, that 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 I just really and 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 it wasn't just me. A number of other people were were getting spooled up about whatever whatever this thing was, and and um, and this is the the thing. A group of us were sitting around uh, sharing our fear and frustration, feeding on each other's fear and frustration, and got worse and worse. And I'm on my way home, and I have a two and a half hour drive. Uh, and I and 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 as I'm now that I'm out, and it, and it was a beautiful day for a drive, and I'm calming down. And what I realize is that I have an emotional hangover from this. And the question the question I've got to ask myself is: um, Do 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 I want to engage? Do it going forward? Do I want to engage in this kind of 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 gossip and whatever you want to call it at work or do I want to be emotionally comfortable and I and and I again by the time I got home I had uh, I think what happened was I called and Rick wasn't available I ran into my I saw my wife first I told her what it was going on and just said you know I got to talk with Rick about this because my my the mental what's going on mentally and the emotional impact is just not acceptable to me now understand you know the, you know uh I I'm a guy who who would who would who would stand and argue with the clerk at the checkout line about how many how many items she allowed the person in front of me to take through the express checkout, you know, twenty years ago. But now here I am. I'm I'm having. I'm I'm not willing. It, it, it disturbs me with what I'm thinking and the emotional impact. Now that is is tremendous growth. See, I didn't say anything ugly to these people. Probably said some things about them that wasn't good. But it, it's kind of like I, you know, that that I, I realized that if I continue to do this, so I ended up talking with with Rick. We 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 made. He offered some very concrete suggestions of things I could do, which I've been doing, and I haven't been I haven't been I haven't been jumping into the middle of it anymore. And emotionally, I feel better. Okay. Uh, and I suspect that, that my emotional, my the, the lack of being disturbed has to do with the fact that I'm not engaging in the negative spiritual behavior of gossiping about others and 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 fault finding and and being critical, intolerant, and so forth. And um, you know, it's only taken me 
16, 17 short years to get to this point, but hey, you know, there's hope for everybody. Um, and and then uh, and and then uh, 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 finally, uh, I want to uh, uh, to just just close with this. Uh, um, whenever we fail any of these people, any person, we can promptly admit it to ourselves always, and then to them when the admission would be helpful. Courtesy, kindness, justice, and love are the keynotes by which we may come into harmony with practically uh, anybody. That's on page 93. So instead of uh, selfishness, fear, resentment, jealousy, how about uh, courtesy, kindness, justice, and love? Boy, wouldn't that be a way to live. Okay. But when in doubt, we can always pause saying, "Not, not my will, but thine be done. And we can often ask ourselves, am I doing to others as I would have them do to me today? And, and I change that a little bit. What would, what, would a, what would the actions of love look like right here, right now? Okay. Um, and again, see, that's a gift I got from the white book because I have never seen that comment about the, we took the actions of love to improve our relations with others. I've never seen it put... Where, where the idea that love is an action as clearly as it is in our in our literature uh, and I'm gonna gonna finish we're gonna close this this session on uh, step 10 here in just a moment um, because this is uh, this is this is from uh, sexholics anonymous page 130 under sober is not well there is something wrong with the person who cannot make a straight honest unequivocal amends. If this is true of us, we suspect it is because we are not fully surrendered. That attitude of self-obsession underlying our spiritual illness still lingers. We don't feel like making amends, but we do it, and the feelings follow. And um, that has... I mean, I mean, you know, I got to tell you, you know, I don't like going to somebody that I, I don't like going to my wife and admitting I'm wrong. And I love my wife, but, but I really don't like going to somebody with whom I have ongoing uh, conflict and, and admitting that I'm wrong. And so, but, but then, but again, the only reason, the only reason I do it is because if I, I because I, I I like the results of doing it, and I I am unwilling to accept the potential consequences of not doing it. Okay, uh, because because again that it that 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 from that little seed of of holding on to a resentment or or hiding a uh, hiding a wrong I've done or 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 justification which is lying to myself but that that little bit of dishonesty that's that's the crack through which through which the the disease the spiritual malady will will uh, get started and and uh, I just don't want to ever see that in in full flower again so that's uh that's that's the uh uh conclusion for uh, the uh, what I had prepared for step ten. Does anyone have any uh, uh, comments, questions that they'd like to share?
Okay. Well, what I'd like to do suggest that we do is take a uh, take a uh, break uh, of about uh, uh, fifteen minutes, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll get into uh, step eleven. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.